Welcome to Converge Coffee. I'm here with Eva Jackson. She is the Senior Marketing Manager at Amplify, an Indianapolis-based tech company that provides employee engagement insights to business leaders. As the self-proclaimed least creative person on the marketing team, Eva is responsible for annual and quarterly financial and project planning, team reporting, and running the team's weekly scrum meetings and daily stand-ups. She is the founder of the Agile Marketing Indie, an area of networking meetup that encourages conversation around how to integrate Agile into the marketing workflow. Also, Eva co-owns a live screen printing business, The Wandering Press, with her husband, Jeffrey. When she's not at Amplify or working on one of her side hustles, you can find <laughs> Eva at home with her two pets, Beans the dog and Benny the cat, or playing bar trivia with friends. Hi, Eva. Welcome to Converge Coffee. I'm glad you're on. Hi, Sean. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. So, Eva, um, read through your background. I mean, awesome thing. I've been to your Agile marketing meetups, got the printed T-shirt, love it, <laughs> been following Amplify. My, you know, my first question I think a lot of people ask is, uh, why did they join the company? So why did you join Amplify? And then the next thing is, uh, what's Amplify's mission out to out to companies and out to the world? Yeah, so um, I've been at Amplify for about um, 20 months now, a little less than two years. And actually, when I joined Amplify, we were like at that time, um, we were Bluebridge Digital. So we were a completely different company at the time. Um, so it's been kind of a wild ride these past couple of years since I've been at Amplify. Um, my first project when I started at Bluebridge was to lead the rebrand to Amplify. So um, Bluebridge uh, offered basically a uh, way to build custom apps for church and tourism industries. And uh, right before I started, they had started dipping their toes into the water of employee engagement apps. Um, and so when I started, it was a really cool time because they really wanted to jump all into that market. Uh, so I got to help completely like introduce this new brand. Um, we had basically three months to come up with a name and a logo and a website and marketing collateral. Um, and it was a complete whirlwind and it was so much fun. And since then, um, the mission of Amplify has always kind of been to uh, engage 1 million employees. That's what we say every day. We're on a mission to help 1 million people be more engaged in their jobs. Um, but since then, we've even pivoted our project even more to step away from the mobile app component of it and focus more on providing insights to business leaders. So um, at its current state, Amplify focuses on, like I said, providing those insights through um, some easy, accessible functionality like a mobile app. Um, but the kind of medium for the way we do that is via an employee survey that's administered quarterly. So um, employees can log in, take the survey, provide candid feedback. And then we have a web app now that services that feedback to leaders um, that they can then, you know, use to intentionally improve employee engagement within their organization. So it's been really cool because we've been able to, um, you know, introduce this new brand and then introduce this new product and see how that product is like really changing lives. And, um, you know, it's we're growing every day. So it's a really cool time. And it's nothing. No two days have been the same. But um, it's been a great time to join Amplify. That's for sure. <laughs> Eva, I think you hit on an awesome point about it's not about the product. It's about the the end result that you guys want to get. Right. And I think the 
one question I want to ask is, you know, what is the ROI for employee engagement for decision makers? I think a lot of sure. people want to know that. Yeah, that's a great question, Sean. Um, and that's actually a question we get all the time. We market, um, which this is totally a marketing thing to geek out about, but um, our target market at Amplify is actually, we market directly to CEOs and CEOs ask that question every day. How does employee engagement actually affect my bottom line? Why am I going to invest in these initiatives? What's the outcome? Um, and that's kind of been one of the really cool things about working at Amplify is seeing how um, customers that we engage with take the insights that they're provided via their employee surveys and then leverage it to actually increase business outcomes for their organization. So one example that we use a lot is a company called Teach Marine. They are a uh, marine boating manufacturing company um, in Alabama, and they could sense that there was some employee engagement issues within their organization. And using Amplify, they were able to administer a survey that surfaced results around areas of um, employee engagement. We call them employee engagement drivers that they needed to improve on within their organization. And after digging in on some of those drivers, they realized that um, one of their departments that had a really low score on their survey, it was their production department, I believe. Um, they All they needed to really feel like they were more utilized in their roles was some better equipment um, to help them do their jobs better every day. So, you know, using the survey, they were able to discover that and dig deeper and realize that, you know, one department could be exponentially more engaged if they just had, you know, a couple better pieces of equipment for their production line. And after purchasing that, um, their production capacity went up by $3.8 million, which, I mean, you can't get more like ROI than that, <laughs> like purchasing some more equipment and then, you know, resulting in millions of dollars of increased efficiency and increased productivity within your team. So it's stuff like that that I think um, is really fun for us to report and fun for us to share because we do get those questions every day from leaders. How does improving employee engagement actually help our business? Um, and that's been a really fun thing about working at Amplify is, um, just being able to share those stories because they're, you know, it's very obvious and they're they're out there. People who are truly like achieving business outcomes using employee engagement. That's awesome. I think you, you just hit the nail on the head with employee testimonials resonate with other employers, other CEOs that are having the same problem. I've, I mean, I have uh, my mom works for a factory and. It, the level up of, you know, talking to the GM and it goes through, it's almost like playing telephone where they don't know exactly what's going on because everybody, you know, wants to look good. And the problem is, is it should be help, helping the whole company do better as a whole. Right. And love the product and everything. So here, here's a, here's a question for you. It's kind of switching a little to agile, but, it usually, but yeah. with Amplifies, how did you, what were some marketing pivots with, with Amplify so that you could relate to these CEOs with the message? And then from that, with the actual product itself. So not only yeah. were you marketing, selling it, but the customer success after that. Can you kind of explain that a little bit? Yeah, it's definitely been a lot of pivots in the past couple of years that I've worked here. Um, I mean, if you think about it, when I started, we were a completely different company. And then um, in November of last year, so a little over a year ago at this point, um, we sold off the church and tourism verticals that were supporting that mobile app company that we um, were previously kind of marketing under Bluebridge and then focused 100% holistically on Amplify. And then about March, 
of this year, we decided to focus 100% um, on this insights product that we're selling now. So it's been a lot of pivot, like you said, um, and it really does require you to just, um, well, for the first couple months, it was a lot of just testing. So I remember the day that we decided to make this pivot to insights and selling this insights product, we sat in a room for like a couple of hours and we basically realized that we had to roll back the majority of our website and write completely new copy so that we could really focus on the messaging around providing better insights to leaders and providing business outcomes through uh, employee data and through survey data um, that they can use to make better decisions. So it was a really, it was a super fun time because in basically the span of two weeks, we took this website that had taken us almost a year to build and like perfect at that point and just completely overhauled it. And we did, we made some huge risks. Like we picked pictures and stock photos and graphics that we would have never done before. Like no one would have ever approved them in the past, but we were like, this is a completely new market. We just have to put stuff out there and hope that, you know, we learn things along the way. And so um, it was super fun just to see like the early iterations of our new insights website. And since then we've um, refined not only who we're talking to, but also what they care about and what they want to read. A lot of that, to your point, Sean, um, had to do with just understanding that business leaders really want to know about the ROI of employee engagement. And so we've, we've, uh, spent a lot of time perfecting messaging around that. So you'll notice, you know, if you had gone back to our website six months ago or looked at our marketing collateral six months ago, it was very high level about just like why you should care about employee engagement and why employee engagement is important. And now we've focused much more heavily on getting to the pain behind why, like what a company might look like if they don't have engaged employees and trying to find people who empathize with that and maybe feel that within their own organizations and posing us as the solution for that. And not only posing us as the solution, but also, um, you know, providing that data, like I had just mentioned to back it up. So it's been really crazy. And like I said, we've, we've perfected a lot, but is anything ever completely perfected in marketing? I don't think so. So we definitely have, you know, more learning to do. But the biggest thing that we've had to do is just take risks and um, try things and hope for the best and just try to learn from it, um, which has been a big lesson for us this year. That's awesome. I think you, um, it kind of clarify, I think you're, you're living in the question, you're living in the question rather than the answer. So you're yes, always constantly absolutely. testing. Absolutely. Yes. We <laughs> All about agile. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, um, I think a big shift for us as a team was realizing that exact thing, Sean, of, you know, we as a team are not trying to focus on the deliverable. We're trying to focus on the problem that we're trying to solve. And it's hard, like, especially when you're changing so much to really focus on what is the thing you're trying to uncover? What's the solution you're trying to uncover? Because um, in marketing, when you move so quickly, it's very easy to just be like, okay, well, let's do this project now, or let's try this, or let's do this. Um, but when we as a team have really been able to take a step back and think about the why behind we're doing something, why we're doing something or the, you know, problem we're trying to solve with a particular project or deliverable. It really does help kind of contextualize and give meaning to the job and the project too, I think, because, you know, it's just so much easier to feel more invested in something when you know that it's solving a clear problem. So um, that's been a huge thing for us this year as well as just trying to take a step back as much as we can and focus on the problem that we're trying to solve for um, rather than just jumping in and doing a million different projects. Don't you feel as in like 
being an agile that you feel like you're almost like a news reporter. Like I want to figure <laughs> out the why I'm, I want to do like, we talked about the, what I think, um, I think a lot of people would be interested in kind of the how with uh, sure. a lot of this stuff, how you guys are delivering from, you know, how do you balance, you know, the long strategies for a marketing team of the goals, but then how do you adjust the unexpected changes and pivots you know, yeah. with, you know, I think I call, I don't, I don't call you guys a startup anymore. You're like beyond that. I think it's like a, a, a scaling company where you're scaling, mm-hmm. you've got customers, Absolutely. you're scaling things out. How do you balance that out with the long term versus the unexpected? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, and candidly, it's something that we're still trying to learn every day. Um, I do feel like in many ways, we are still like a startup, I would agree that we're more of a scaling um, kind of stage right now. But we do have a lot like we I think we change and we um, we move as quickly as a startup does sometimes. So it can often feel like, you know, really trying and working hard to strike that balance. Um, but for us, I think what's worked the best is we tend to uh, as a company, not just as a marketing team, lean really heavily on quarterly objectives. So Um, Every quarter, the executive team here at Amplify will set forth um, several just key and they're actually, they're not stated as such, but they're really just based on problems that we're trying to solve for as an organization. Um, Just a couple of key things that we're really trying to either make more repeatable or de-risk or, um, you know, just account for with our marketing attention and our marketing projects. Um, And so with having those in mind, we are able to kind of set our own objectives of things that we know are the biggest priority and the things that we know are going to take the top of the list if we're doing a planning meeting. So how we're currently doing um, our kind of planning process is we work in two-week stand-ups or two-week sprints, I'm sorry. Um, and basically one week of the sprint, um, we prioritize a set of problem statements, we call them. In product, they're often called user stories. Um, uh, and so we take those and we prioritize those problem statements. And then we basically have a week to um, scope it out and try to come to a solution. So sometimes it takes more than a week and we know that's okay because some things are just really hard problems and they take a long time to really understand like how you're going to best solve for that problem. Um, But, you know, for the most part, it generally takes about a week to two weeks to really get to the bottom of um, what the problem is and what we can do to kind of help solve that problem. So Uh, After that, we do a week of execution and we try to break every project down into steps that we can do in a week um, just to help make sure that it is something that we can react to quickly and and get out into the wild quickly. So um, even if it's a bigger piece of content, like um, we've done a couple of research reports, we always try to break it down into steps that can be executed and kind of adjusted within a week. And another thing that that helps us do is it helps us know every every Tuesday we do our planning meetings on Tuesdays every Tuesday there could be something new that's come up that can take the top of the priority list um you know there could be just an internal fire that needs put out or there is a really awesome new opportunity that we need to take advantage of or we may be behind on a certain metric that we need to make sure we catch up on um when you're in this kind of stage of of software specifically it can be a lot of unexpected things popping up. So um, trying to break things down into a week time span for project completion just really helps us react to those things more quickly. Um, And I think that helps kind of balance that long-term strategy with shorter-term kind of fires. And 
Um, we always say too, like, I think there's a lot of value in having a team make those decisions on priority because, you know, if it's just one person understanding or like setting the priority for the team, like a VP of marketing or a director, or whatever that may be, um, oftentimes, you know, their, their priorities may be different than someone who is maybe, um, you know, going to field marketing events or is looking at the website and seeing, you know, bad traffic on this one page. So everybody has their own kind of interpretation of what needs to be prioritized. So as a team, um, our Tuesday meetings are just a really key time for us to look at everything and be like, okay, you know, here are the things that are going on internally. Here are the projects that we know we're already in, in kind of the middle of working on. And here are things that are OKRs and we really need to try to execute on them as much as possible and just kind of wrestle with what should be at the top of the list um, each week. But then when we go out of that weekly planning meeting, we know exactly, okay, at the end of, you know, by this time next Tuesday, we'll be done with these three projects. We will be ready to go with these projects. Here are some things we know we need to just get to the bottom of. So um, that kind of coupled with the higher level objectives as a company is how we manage to stay kind of more agile and more reactive to the stuff that pops up every now and then or all the time in a startup. <laughs> so um, awesome stuff, Eva. Like yeah. I think we've, <laughs> we've encapsulated. It's not about like people think agile is about tasks and it's about, Oh no, not at all. You know, yeah, no, it's not about like the time management of like, it's like not billable hours. Like lawyers do like <laughs> this. It takes an hour. Like it takes, chunks of time and to, to really focus in on the, the problems. Um, yeah. And I think a lot of people don't understand too in marketing that it's not all about brand and the fluffy stuff that to truly have a marketing process and you've laid it out, like here's the how of how we do this. And I think the how is where the processes and things to get accomplished in the goals, right? Um, which I absolutely love. Um. So I'm moving to the section um, more about more about you, Eva, about the about, mm -hmm. you know, the speaker themselves. And I think you laid out clearly that you are the senior marketing manager at Amplify. Like here's, you know, I tell people, you know, each speaker um, just to the converged coffee drinker audience here. You know, I ask each speaker three things. You know, one, what do they get? You know, how do they get money to live? Because we all need to live. <laughs> um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the second thing is, is how, what do they do creatively to to bring back to work or in life. And then the last thing is what do you do health wise to kind of, you know, s stay with, you know, um, being an avid learner, being successful. So I think the kind of the first thing is if you can kind of describe what a senior marketing manager at Amplify entails. Sure. Um, and good transition because I could definitely talk about Agile all day long. So, uh, yeah, this is great. You, you and I um, both. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so I am, I think, I mean, I put in my bio. I joke I'm the least creative person on the marketing team. I have also joked in, in the past that um, if I could just put one phrase on my resume, I would just put like proficient at getting shit done because I think that's just like how I encapsulate what drives me to do what I do every day. Um, I care a lot about just trying to make sure that the marketing team at Amplify is spending the time that they are spending on the right things, prioritizing the right projects, spending money on the right things and the right projects, um, and just trying to execute as efficiently as possible so that we can meet these quarterly goals that are set forth by the executive team. Um, so I spend, you know, kind of my day to day as a lot of project management. 
um, prepping for the Tuesday planning meeting. I, I help set our quarterly um, and yearly. We just finished a huge annual financial plan. And those are kind of some really exciting projects for me. I love spending time in numbers and data and reports and building reports and um, just understanding how what we're spending our time on and how it actually moves the needle for our team and for our company. So that's, you know, what I, I do in most of my day. Um, I have also worked in the past at Amplify and um, still do a lot of like content project management. So um, helping run our blog calendar, helping run, um, you know, miscellaneous content projects that come across um, our plate. So it's a lot, like I said, you know, we are in a, a startup to scaling stage. So everyone on our team wears a bunch of hats and, you know, that's what I do in my most of my day, but every once in a while something random will pop up and you all just kind of have to pitch in and get it done. So um, every once in a while I put that creative hat on and <laughs> do stuff like that. Awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm the same way. I've actually uh talked to a few people of how, you know, how to balance, you know, getting shit done and then also doing content and thinking creatively. And I think Right. Um, the first thing I remember with your past companies with Formstack when you were there mm -hmm. is I love the content you wrote because it was it wasn't fluffy. It was telling a story. It was a process oriented. This is how you this is how you do things. And it wasn't um, like the three how wise or whatever. It was telling a story with a process into it, um, yeah. which I loved. And that's why I think we were in the same networking groups. And now and now you have started your own networking group with Agile Marketing Indie. Um, I don't know if you want to, you know, talk more about that and what you do creatively to bring back in and work in life. I think sure. that's kind of some, that's a good little segue right there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, Agile Marketing Indie was like super random, candidly. Like it, uh, it all derived from me just posting a LinkedIn message or like a comment or whatever that was like, I would love to talk to some more marketers in Indie around. Um, how they may use Agile to make their teams more efficient, because it was something that we were kind of sort of doing at the time, kind of sort of getting kind of sort of getting good at at the time. So I just really wanted to like get some best practices from other marketers in town. And um, I was honestly expecting like two or three people to respond and be like, yeah, let's get coffee. That sounds great. And like, I don't even remember, but it was an insane amount of people responded, like, I think probably like 70 or 80 people. And it was seen by like, thousands like the reach of the post was like thousands of people so it was so random but um I think our first our first meeting was in March at Perk um I work really closely with Muhammad at Perk um to like co-run this and a lot of the Perk team um here in Indy participate in many capacities with Agile Marketing Indy and they are a shining example um of teams that practice Agile really well so um, anyways, our first one was at Perk in March and I think it had like 20 people on it or, uh, at the event. And, um, ever since then, it's just grown steadily with every meeting being a little bit bigger than the last. And, um, I think our last one had like 50 people at it. Um, the one at high alpha in here in Indy. So, um, yeah, it's been really fun. It's, it's a just cool way to talk to other people in town about really tactical things. I think a lot of times, um, networking groups can be a little bit um, high level because there's so many people there um, and so many people with different backgrounds. But I feel like, you know, one thing that we all have in common at Agile Marketing India is we just really want to get shit done and get it done as um, efficiently and as effectively as possible. So it's been really fun to be able to like 
be with a group of people who have that shared interest and bounce ideas off of each other and, um, you know, just, just meet people. Like it's been a great way for me to grow my network personally. So, um, it's been really fun. And I know, um, I try to like blog about it. I try to do like a blog post a month about, you know, marketing stuff and marketing process and whatnot. Um, and the last thing I know we talked about is my husband and I, Jeffrey, he's a screen printer. Um, he prints t-shirts and other awesome things. And he recently started a live screen printing business. So basically, I mean, you were there, Sean, at the last one. So you got your shirt, but, um, yeah, he. Uh, oh, I was amazed. It was just like right in front of me, and I'm like, it was like five minutes. It's He's so like, fun. oh, we had a discussion. Oh, we had a discussion about colors. I'm like, I want the the green one. He's like, Sean, that is not green. That's like teal. And I said, what about the orange? He says, that's not orange. It's like dark orange. And I'm like, okay, okay like I'm not gonna like mess with. I just want. I'm like, I just want that shirt like enlarged, <laughs> and then you can just do the printing. But it was it was awesome. It was live. I love the event at High Alpha. Yeah, I think there's more than 50 people there that were talking about it, interested in not just the the operations and the agile side, but the marketing side of how yeah. do we communicate this. Right. So love it. And I've always always read loving your bloggings and, you know, the marketing trends that's going on. And I do remember the first post about the agile marketing group on LinkedIn. And I didn't know how much response was back, but that's amazing just with that alone. And I know that the group is, and I know the group is, is, is alive and well. And I know that, uh, it will be on the actual on on this podcast episode itself. So I will make sure they get try to get more people. um, If they can't attend in person, maybe we can try to find some virtual way to do it, you know, in the future. Yeah, We have our LinkedIn group and it's kind of just crazy. The power of social media was like in full display with, with agile marketing and the one Facebook or one, not Facebook, LinkedIn post um, kind of skyrocketed it. So, yep, that is, that's how social media works. Exactly. And then here's the last thing is, you know, what do you do health wise? I think a lot of people want to know, like, okay, you're process oriented, you do amplify stuff, you know, agile marketing, you, you're wandering press, you're, you're writing, you're doing a lot of stuff. What, what keeps you like, keep your mind like clear of when you go back to that, that, you know, you're, you're ready to go again. Yeah. Um, so one thing that I joked about um, when we were chatting about this that keeps me mentally healthy is Jeffrey, my husband, and I are hardcore bar trivia, pub trivia players. And I actually just recently started hosting pub trivia, which is a completely different game, but it's so much fun. Um, and that's been just a really great way for me to stay like, I don't know, it's a great hobby. I think a lot of the things I do are very work related, but trivia is definitely um, a true hobby for me. And it's something that I really enjoy doing. So that's been one thing that I just kind of, it helps me just stay mentally healthy as I joked. But, um, other than that, Jeffrey and I are huge, um, camping people. We love to backpack. We're going in March, um, of next year to the Grand Canyon and we're going to do a big backpacking trip there. Um, and I'm also just like a really ridiculous fan of just sitting on my couch and doing nothing and watching Netflix with our pets. So (laughs) that's kind of the last like leg of it is just, um, there's nothing wrong with a little bit of lethargic um, relaxation every once in a while. <laughs> exactly. You can't go, 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 go. Um, yes. Eva, it was a pleasure to have you on here. I want to, if you could tell anybody uh, with the Converge Coffee audiences, the drinkers, whatever, 
you know, what would be the one thing that, that you want them to take away with, um, with this episode, with Amplify, Agile, everything? Ooh, yeah, that's putting me on the spot a little bit, Sean. Um, I would say, you know, I, I don't know when this is airing, but it's recording at the end of 2017. And I know I'm thinking a lot about next year um, and kind of what we need to do as a team to really, um, you know, scale and hit our goals for next year. And I think a lot of people are probably thinking similar things right now of how do we achieve the things that we're setting out to do. Um, and I think, you know, for me personally, a big takeaway and a big learning for me is set super actionable goals, set things that you can go back to once a week or, um, you know, even every day sometimes and look and say, am I actually making progress on this goal? Um, I know the like smart acronym, um, I am on the spot now, so I can't remember every word or like every letter of the acronym, but it's like measurable, actionable, time box, all of those things. Um, I'm a huge fan of setting smart goals and, um, you know, looking at them on a regular basis and figuring out what I need to be doing that day or that week, or our team needs to be doing that day or that week to make progress on those goals. So, um, as you're setting goals for next year, I would say just set some things that you know you can you know, keep an eye on on a daily basis and aren't completely, um, you know, pie in the sky. And you're like, how the heck am I actually going to accomplish this? <laughs> um, and, you know, keep an eye on them on a regular basis. Cause as I look back at our year, we achieved, and I personally achieved a lot of my goals. Um, and I know it's just cause I kept an eye on them all the time. Just know what you need to do and <laughs> execute on it. Keep an eye on it. That's a great agile answer. I think, <laughs> I think things will change. You never know. Right. Um, Eva, thank you so much for being on this episode. Of course. Um, thank you for having I, me. I think a lot, I think the co Converge Coffee drinkers will absolutely love this. Um, hey, everybody out in the Converge Coffee community, check out Amplify, Agile Marketing Indie, uh, Indie uh, and the Wandering Press. Um, had experience with all those and know Eva from our uh, past days um, with several networking groups in Indie. So check those three out and uh, stay tuned for the next episode.